Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. You know, I'm always uh, got my eyes out there looking around on Facebook and on Instagram for artists who not only love Jesus, but are excellent at what they do from a marketing perspective. And uh, one of the artists that has caught my eye over the last couple of years is a guy named Nathan Rhodes. He's an artist out in Portland, Oregon, fabulous artist. He does a lot of pet portraits and uh, prophetic art and that sort of thing. But not only is he a great artist, because there are a lot of great artists out there, he's a great artist that is also a great marketer. He really has... Um, allowed the Lord to work a convergence in him where everything that he's loved, he loves to do creatively and marketing, all that is all coming together in this beautiful uh, existence that is him, in this beautiful life uh, that he gets to live as an artist. And so Nathan was gracious enough to do an interview with me today. And listen, I have to say, as much as I love his work, I love his heart even more. He loves Jesus with a passion. He's tuned into God's voice. He knows what the kingdom is about. And like all of us, he's, uh, he's you know, doing it right most of the time and sometimes stumbling along just like all of us do. And yet, at the same time, he's seeing God show up hugely in his life every day. And uh, that's a story we're celebrating. And that's why I'm really excited to bring Nathan's story to you today here on the podcast. Now, of course, before we get into it, I love always to uh, give a shout out to my podcast listeners. Today's is actually from Joyce, who's listening over on Podbean. So thanks, Joyce. She said, I love this podcast, Matt. Emphasis mine. Um, <laughs> so often you put out a podcast with exactly what I need to hear in my creative season. I've learned so much through this about God, myself, creativity, and more. This is a must listen for any creative with questions. God bless. Well, Joyce, thanks a lot. I really do appreciate it when you guys are listening out there, you're sharing it, you're leaving a review. And so uh, wherever you're listening today, guys, on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, doesn't matter. Please take a second, subscribe to the the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And then um, when you review it, that lets me know that you got a little love in your heart for us, okay? <laughs> I know some people are like, Matt, you should just be doing this for the Lord. You shouldn't need the accolades of people. And I'm like, well, I am, but I'm not going to lie. It's really nice when I get an awesome review. So <laughs> anyway, all you got to do, just scroll down in your app, whatever you're listening on, uh, on your iPad or uh, your iPhone or uh, your Android, whatever, and uh, just leave a little review. Let us know that you're listening and that you love what we're doing here on the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to get out of the way. Uh, you are going to love this interview with Nathan. And there's even an opportunity for you to make 50 bucks. You'll find out later uh, what that's all about when you listen to Nathan's interview. So enjoy this with artist Nathan Rhodes. Well, hey there, my friends. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I've got one of my favorite artists uh, that I've gotten to know online, uh, Nathan Rhodes, with me today, all the way from Portland, Oregon. Nathan, thanks so much, man, for being with me today. Oh, hey, Matt. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, and I, I'm cheering you on from here in Portland, just being a trailblazer in what you do. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I was just sharing with you earlier, 
you know, because we were like, you know, why did you want to have me on the podcast and what was this about and all that? And I'm like, dude, I'm sharing your art all the time with <laughs> with, with people because uh, you do some incredible, incredible work. We'll get into what all that's about here in a little bit. But for those folks who may not know you and uh, maybe this is the first time meeting you, just give us a little idea of who you are, where you are in the world, what you do creatively, that sort of thing. Sure, absolutely. Again, my name is Nathan. Um, I'm an artist working in the great Pacific Northwest in Portland. And honestly, I've always wanted to be an artist ever since I was a little kid. Um, I remember dressing up for Halloween in, in kindergarten. I dressed up as an artist and I had a beret on and my dad cut out like a little paper mustache and goatee and I dressed up totally like an artist. So as long as I can remember, that's what I've really wanted to do. And it wasn't until later where I really felt like God had really confirmed that in me, where it was a desire of mine, but I wasn't sure if that was what he wanted me to do. So yeah. I was kind of like, well, I want to be an artist, but maybe God wants me, me to be a missionary in Timbuktu. I don't know. So, so that was, that's kind of been me. I've always wanted to be an artist and I'm grateful for the talents that God's given me. And I'm so stoked to see how God uses my art and me through my art. And it's been an awesome journey. Absolutely. You know, a lot of us, I teach this concept in the mentoring program that I call the bridge, you know, kind of like, here's where I am now. Here's where I want to go. There's a process to get to that. What did that look like for you as you wanted to be an artist, but maybe you didn't have the context for or the confidence for to, to, to jump right into that. What did that process look like for you stepping into to being a full-time vocational artist? Yeah, that it's, it was a, it was a great long journey. And to be honest with you, I, I do still feel like I'm on the bridge. Yeah. And, and I don't know where that would, where I am on the bridge exactly, but I definitely <laughs> still feel like I'm on the bridge. But um, so growing up wanting to be an artist, I went to college. I was an art major. I studied painting watercolor oils and then I graduated from college and I decided I, had, I felt like at the young age of 22 I felt like I had only two choices okay I felt like I had to either go the fine art route which I was just totally nervous about I didn't know if I could do it I didn't have confidence in myself and in my art and I didn't I just didn't know if I could do it and then my other option I felt like was to go into the commercial route and become mm. a graphic designer so that's what I chose to do I bought all the software after college and I kind of taught, learned all the software on my own. And then I invented a portfolio, a design portfolio, because I didn't have one. <laughs> I spent the summer after, after I graduated doing that. And then in October, I landed my first job as a junior art director for an advertising agency. And I, and I think, you know, I, I don't think that that was, um, I don't think that was hindering me from becoming an artist. Cause I, yeah. I think that, with how relational God is and how much he loves us and how intimate he is with us, that, that his yes is our yes. So I was yeah, like, I'll be a graphic designer. He's like, great, go do it. Knock yourself out. So I don't feel like, and I, and I, that was, that was what I chose back then just because I don't know. I mean, I was young and I thought that would be, I thought that would be a way to make a better living or a more consistent living than being an artist. And so, so I've, I've been doing that for years. I still, I still do that. I work as a freelancer and honestly, it was about 10 years ago, maybe, well, well gosh, we're in 2020. It's longer than that. <laughs> Hello. <And> yeah. <laughs> it was maybe 2008 where I, or nine, where I really felt 
like the Lord was like, hey, listen, I've created you to be an artist. And, you know, and so, and that was kind of a journey where I, I really feel like I started crossing, started crossing the bridge. Like, okay, I do graphic design. I'm really good at that. I've done it forever, but this is where I can start to really hone my craft. And I got yeah. back into painting, you know, after years and years. And, you know, that was just a, a time to grow with the Lord and a time to really understand that he had created me to be a painter. And so at that time, um, kind of prophetic art was coming on the scene. And so I started leading a prophetic art ministry at, at the church we were going to. And I mean, it was just amazing. I saw God do such amazing things. Like one, one Sunday morning, I did a painting about like with hands and a body kind of abstract and loose. And the Lord, as I was painting it, the Lord's like arthritis, arthritis. And so they gave me the microphone, like, hey, tell us about this painting. And I was just like, oh, okay, sink or swim time. And so I just, I just <laughs> said, I, this, this painting is going to heal arthritis. And if you have arthritis, come up and touch the painting. Like five people got up and got healed. It was insane. I was like, I was, my mind was like blown. I couldn't I love it. believe it. I couldn't believe it. And so... Like one, one older gentleman, he was so stoked that God healed his arthritis. He was like, he wrapped his arms around me and gave me a hug. And he was like kissing my neck and crying on me. And uh. I, crying. And I mean, it was just amazing. And so that was like, <laughs> I feel like if, if God didn't have my attention, like before that, in terms of creating me to be an artist, that, that moment, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. The light went on. It was like, okay, this can be really fun. Like, that's cool. So and I've, over the years, I've had those kind of experiences where I've seen God use my art to touch people, both physically and emotionally. And just, I mean, it's, it's been so, it's been so great. I love that because, you, you know, what you said a couple of minutes ago that your yes is his yes and his yes is your yes. It's like, I've always said that, that I believe God cares much more that we create than what we create because he's just about us coming into agreement with who he is. And, yeah. and us being a conduit to release his nature in the earth and whatever that looks like for you, that's being a, a painter on stage. Come on, somebody comes interacts with that, that piece of work that you create. God uses that as a conduit to bring healing in their life. And, and why not? I mean, I think for so long, so many in the church have had this such a limited idea, idea of, of how God can move and who, who he chooses to move through. And it's like, that's what I love about this army of artists that he's raising up is that all yeah. the bets are off, man. All the, all the, all the boundaries are off. He wants to do what he wants to do through us. And, um, yeah. and I, I, I think, just love that. I, I love that too. And I, and I think for me, what, I mean, I, beyond the, the fact that God was healing people of arthritis through my art, the, the main takeaway for me was like, Oh, okay. So God is in this. And he's just wanting my yes. So I, I mean, I mean, I could have just chickened out and been like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's really crazy." Like, right. Like saying, "Hey, God's going to heal arthritis." Like, I mean, that sounds insane. I, it felt insane coming out of my mouth. But while I was painting it, I just felt that so strongly, and I, I can't really explain why. Or, but I was like, you know what? Like I said, sink or swim. Like this is either going to be awesome or it's going to be it's going to fall flat. And I'm okay with either one. And it's, it, I don't know. I just I loved it. It was so great just to see God, just to see God work that way. It was just so fun, and it was really encouraging to me to know that, you know, um, 
artists are important in the kingdom and God wants to use artists and that um, I think for me, you know, like it's been as an artist, you're always struggling like, what, how should I price my art? And people right. don't value my art. and My art's not selling and blah, 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 blah. And all those kind of feelings can kind of rush over you. But in that moment, I was like, oh, okay. So God loves the artist. He loves how creative we are. He loves, he loves our creativity because we're made in his image and he is a creator. And so I think he just, I think he gets giddy when we get a new idea and start figuring <laughs> and messing around. Like he's just like, yeah, that is glorifying me because that's, I, you're created in my image and that's what I do. I love that. You know, in watching you over the past couple of years at we've been friends on Facebook and watching how you post and, and the things that you post about and that sort of thing. I'm always looking, you know, being a mentor to artists, I'm always looking for what people are doing that's working, that's exciting, that catches my eye. And, and hearing your story, it all makes sense now because there's really a convergence that's happened in your life where the Lord's taking not only your love for him, your love for his voice and all that, but, also this beautiful marketing experience that you've got as far as knowing how to tell a story, tell a story visually, communicate with an audience and that sort of thing, but then also put that out to the marketplace in a way that people can respond to. Uh, that convergence, it seems, has been really powerful for you. And just talk about that a little bit, because a lot of times we think that success or making it or whatever has to look a certain way. And yet more often than not, it's God taking these disparate parts of our life and bringing it together in this really unique expression that becomes us that we could have never planned. Right. right so right. do you feel that? Cause that's, I really see that on you. <laughs> I, I, I do feel that. And I, so let me kind of fast forward a little bit with the story. So I yeah. was doing prophetic art and, I, and so I wanted to, you know, I knew how powerful my art was. And, and, you know, as I kind of had this revelation in 2008, 2009, I really felt like the Lord was saying, hey, listen, I am woven into your art. Whatever you create, I'm woven into it, regardless of subject matter. It doesn't matter what it is because I've created you to be an artist that my spirit is all over everything you create. And, and I don't think I'm exclusive at all. I think anybody who loves Jesus and is an artist has that. And yeah, come on. <laughs> there's a learning experience where you can kind of yeah. tap into that and trust yourself and trust God in that process to, to do that kind of stuff. And, you know, the healing of arthritis really kind of, that was when it started beating down in my head, like, Oh, okay. So God is actually in this. It's not just like a little pretty picture I'm doing off to the side. It's like, it has power to it. And, and I, so anyway, that, so with that kind of, umbrella or with that kind of idea my heart was really to how can I bring that, that kind of art experience into the marketplace where it's not where it's not Christian art and there's nothing wrong with Christian art like I'm just I was trying to think of a wider audience yeah like that's not Christian so that's why I kind of got the idea to do pet portraits and so I started that back in 2014 um, <laughs> the story goes with that one was I um I started the pet portraits based off of a dare and I dared myself because I'd never painted an animal before ever. I was wow. Like, I think I can do it. I'm, I'm, I think I can do it. I've never tried. So I tried it and I painted my dog, Steve, and it, it turned out awesome. It's actually 
right here. That's oh, is that him? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. That's him. For all you and podcast listeners, you got to go over to YouTube and see that. So yeah. That yeah. Comes, yeah. <laughs> and so and that was, and so I kind of, I joke about it, but that's true. I was kind of daring myself to see if I could do it. And then I could, and I was like, okay, well, how, how can I make money at this? How can I promote myself? So it's been, you know, a five year journey of, of, you know, you know, great victories and kind of defeats or, or feeling defeated and kind of victories again. And, and throughout this whole process of kind of doing the pet portraits, I think that my personality, I kind of I like to strive. I like to work for it. I like to earn it. And I feel like in this whole time, the Lord's like, hey, just just do what I've created you to do. Just paint. And that has like, I mean, he's like, hello, McFly, like paint. <laughs> and I just don't do it because I'm just like trying to strive. And what I've learned is like when I actually sit down and paint, the work comes in. I don't know how to explain it. It's crazy. Like it's called I, the kingdom. Right? Yeah, it's, it's so it was so nuts. And, and so I'm just being honest with all you artists out there. That's something I still struggle with. I still want to strive. I still want to hustle. And yeah, I don't think the Lord. I, I think you got to hustle. I think there's hustling involved totally. But there's this there's this balance I'm learning with the Lord of of really trusting Him and and, ha and seeing the work come in. You know the you know the difference, and I I would totally agree. There is absolutely a partnering with God that happens, and I love the concept of of diligence because you know I used to say hustle all the time and make it happen. And the same as you strive, you know, I got gotta go do it, do it, do it, and it put all the weight on me. Yeah, and I know that's what you're talking about. You feel that, you know, right. and that is a huge inhibitor you know, to your creative flow and that sort of thing. And my friend Shay Bynes uh, talks about this concept of diligence, whereas as opposed to striving, where it's all on me to make it happen, diligence says, you know what, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to do everything that I know to do the best way I know how. I'm going to leave it all on the field. But when I leave it on the field, I'm going to trust now that God's going to take what I've done, what I've brought and multiply it exponentially because the fruit is up to him. And I think that's where the grace happens. And that's what you're, what you're talking about is like, if, when I just show up and paint, you know, yeah. and cooperate with God, he does the work, which is incredible. It is incredible. And, you know, and it's just, you know, and I, I think, I think, I think that's true, but I think it can kind of be misinterpreted where it's like you're rubbing it, like you're rubbing a lamp to have the genie come out where mm, that's good. And I think it's continually this trusting thing with the Lord where, you know, and, and I'm wobbly, man. I'm like, I don't trust you today. Like, I need money. And then, like, you know, the next day, I'm like, God, you're so good. Like, I totally trust you. And I just, I just think that's the human experience. Right, right. <laughs> but um, what I wanted to kind of answer, address your question in terms of, like, finding my niche. And so, yeah. kind of marketing myself. Um, so, last year, I revamped my website about a year ago. And right after that, like I had just spent probably 20 hours revamping my website, getting it all set up. Um, and like, boom, the next day I got an email saying, Hey, I want you to paint my three dogs. And like, awesome. I got three pet portraits. Boom. The next day it was awesome. And I, and I'm like, okay, God, how, how can I, how do I need to advertise? Do I need to like pay a bunch of money for Google? Like what right. do I need to do? And he's just like, no, no. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like how do people find me? <laughs> so like, so that, I mean, just stuff like that continues to happen and it blows my mind and even you know I think in my times where where I'm kind of I have to be honest I, I kind of get into freak out mode where I'm just like god I'm, I'm looking at my bank account and I got all these bills and there's nothing there and so I'm like okay 
I go into a prayer time and I really feel like the Holy Spirit's like, hey, let's, let's write down a prayer list. Like, let's be strategic and write down a prayer list of things to pray for. And one of those items within the last six, seven months out of that list was I was, I was praying for free promotion. I was like, okay, I don't have the funds to advertise or whatever, so I'm going to pray for free promotion. Five days later, I got a random call from some local TV station saying, hey, we want to interview you about your art. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was just nuts. I mean, it was just crazy. And so, you know, I got a couple commissions from that. And so it was just like, man, God, you are so in this. This is so amazing. And then, of course, you know, with January being a very dry month, I'm like, okay, I'm going back to my prayer list, Lord, let's pray for some free promotion. And then out of the blue, Matt Tommy contacts me, hey, I want to interview you. That's amazing. So I, I feel like I'm rambling a lot, but I No, you're I, not. You're so, I, so on it because I like I remember the exact same story in my business. I mean, this may have been seven years ago, something like that. I was in a place where I was doing a lot of striving in my own artwork. This may have been even longer than that. And I was doing all these shows that God had not told me to do, but I was like, everybody else is doing it. So I should, yeah. I should do it. Right. And I went to this huge show in Baltimore and I was like, I'm going to sell 15, $20,000. And I barely like made my booth fee. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. And the Lord though, on the way home, I was having a not so nice conversation with the Lord. Yeah. And he, he was like, listen, I told you if you would make the work that I would bring the clients and he started showing me, he said, go back, do this to your studio, do that to your studio. Same kind of thing. Like you with your website, you know, do this, do this, do this. I did it the next day that I got finished. A lady and man came in, they commissioned a $2,000 basket, which I was like, Oh my gosh. And, yeah. it, and that had never happened before. And wow. I promise you it is not stopped. That is the continual flow that uh, if I go on vacation, my, uh, my commissions slow down when I'm back in the studio, my commissions pick back up. And of course, yeah, I'm being faithful to do the things I need to do. My website's up. I'm producing great work. I'm, you know, doing what I need to be doing, but man, God is faithful. And I love that because he's faithful. No matter if you're doing pet portraits or baskets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. Absolutely. And you know, and I think, and I, and I love just your, um, I don't know if it's a philosophy, but your whole stinking thinking. Like, I love that. I was listening to some of your podcasts last week. And yeah. Listen, I think that is so, that is, at least for me, that's so true. And it's such a hurdle to get over. And for me, what I've found to kind of get out of that mindset is like, okay, let's stop, take a breath. And then I'm like, Lord, I'd like you to show me, remind me, please, all the ways you've been faithful. And then he starts mm -hmm. just like, just reminding me like, Hey, remember right. I brought this in. Remember I brought this in. Remember I brought this in. And I'm just like, gosh, you are so faithful. Why can't I just like <laughs> paint? <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, re regarding the marketing, I, so with my niche, um, I'm going after people who have income and who absolutely adore their animals. Uh, Cause over the years I've raised my prices to make it worth my time. And so my pet portraits are not cheap, but they're, they're, and what does that mean for somebody that doesn't have a contact for that? Um, so my pet portraits start at $400 for a little 10 by 10 painting. Okay. There. So uh, I try to make it, you know, I mean, in an ideal world, I have goals of where I want to be selling yeah, at, sure. but, which I'm growing towards. But 
so they're not cheap. You know, it's not like you're going to pay a hundred bucks for a pet portrait. Right. They take hours and hours and hours. I'm sure just like, you know, your craft and your basket weaving. Um, and so that's kind of my niche. And I've really learned that, that my, my client's reaction when they see the actual painting, I mean, most of the time they all cry. And, and this is a fun thing that the Lord was sharing with me too. I was like, what is the deal? Like, these people are super sensitive. Like, it's, it's a painting. Like, come on. Right. And, and the Lord's like, hey, do you know why they're crying? I'm like, no. I mean, because it's their dog, it's their fluffy, and they love it. He's right. Like, no. It's because you painted it, and my spirit's all over it. So when they see it, there's something going on in the spirit realm where I'm touching their heart through the painting of their dog. And so that's why they're crying. They're not crying because they're sensitive. Like, <laughs> I love it. I talk about I love this because I've – when the Lord showed me this years ago that our art creates intersection points yeah. where we are seeing and agreeing with heaven. We're bringing that thing, the thing that was not, we're bringing it in uh, to this realm right now. And now he's got an opportunity to interact with people in that context. Absolutely. That's why people are having this yeah. connection and oh my gosh. And see, I, oh, I love this because, <laughs> because it's like the kingdom going forth, people getting blessed you're prospering in the middle of it. I'm like, yes, welcome to the kingdom. Yeah. This is how it works. It is. And it's, you know, it's been, it's been just, like I said, a journey. Like I, like you mentioned that bridge metaphor, I, I yeah. do, I feel like I'm still on the bridge, but it's been a journey where I'm actually pausing because, you know, I'm not trying to sound cynical or rude or mean. I'm just like, I don't get it why they're crying. Like, yeah. I just don't get it. And I, there's some, a dialogue I had to have with the Lord about that to kind of, understand and once i had an understanding of that my i was like okay well then i'm going to be more intentional and not i don't think my my actual practice or my painting changed but i was more aware of what was going on in the yeah. realm when people were seeing their work i mean the typical thing is you know if I, I i do pet portraits all over the world honestly and so when the painting's done i send them an email with a photo of the painting right and everybody's like, yeah, great, awesome. But then, you know, I'll do paintings locally. And so when they get to come and pick it up, you know, half of the half of the paintings I do are for our pet memorials, pets right. that have passed away. Mm. And that's I think that's a real that's a really big area to target because it brings my paintings bring so much healing to the owner who's lost their dog and stuff like that. But but the actual holding the physical painting and seeing it is just there's something different about that than seeing just a photo of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Now you, you mentioned um, awareness in the spirit and I want to kind of bring it into even more, you know, day to day kind of terms. Cause one of the things that the Lord showed me over the years is that the little things that I would pick up on in interaction with my clients, those were really the game changers when it came to, understanding my niche of clients, understanding their motivations for buying, understanding their, uh, the depth of connection that they had with me and with, with what I do. So talk about that and how the Lord, and we've not talked about this. So I'm assuming this is your case, but what are some of the things that you begin to notice and be aware of with your clients? You said, you know, they're crying when they, when they get the piece, but have there been other things along the way that you've noticed and, that's helped you to um, hone your messaging, hone the way you present, the way that you sell your work? 
That's a great question. And I think just recently it has because I've kind of, I've kind of noticed the client reaction. Yes. And, and you had a great video on that. Oh my gosh, that yes, was so awesome. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what I, I'm like, okay, so that, that there's something on that where there's a client reaction and I, for the local people, when I deliver it, I, I got to figure out a way to be like, Hey, as you unwrap this, kind of stay on my phone and videotape you, please. Yeah, yeah. Creep. I just want to. I just want to see your reaction. Celebrate the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate the moment exactly. Yeah. And but that's kind of so. Just in seeing this, you know, face to face with my clients and seeing them open the painting, and they're crying and they're grateful. And these people I don't even know. They they just like pay me money online and have me to do a painting, and then they're hugging me like, thank you so much. And so. So I wanted to, so I think that is a part to market myself is to kind of tell that story, to yeah. be, to tell that story of like, hey, listen, um, you know, this gal hired me to do a painting for her brother for a Christmas gift. And then she had, had the wisdom to videotape him opening it. And he like lost his mind. I mean, he freaked out. Like, it's like the best video ever. Like if you're sad, go watch that video. You exactly. We'll put a link to that in the, in the, if you don't mind, we'll put it in the, in the <laughs> post here too, because that was really the impetus for this podcast interview. Cause I was like, okay, he's blowing my mind. We got to do this podcast. interview." <laughs> so, I mean, and again, I think being an entrepreneur, it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of just stick to itiveness, not right. giving up, right. just kind of pressing on really kind of, you know, when I'm down and down, like, gosh, I kind of just feel like giving up. Like it was like, Hey, remember I've created you to be like this. Like, remember how faithful I've been. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. And so, and of course, you know, seeing the client reactions like that is, that is the most rewarding thing because I've, I've been able to nail, you know, the, nail these paintings, make it look exactly like their dog, make it capture the dog's spirit or the animal spirit. I get a lot of dogs. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to paint an iguana or an alpaca or something, <laughs> but I, I get dogs. Um, I love it. Even just, here's a really fun story. Um, I did another painting for Christmas time and the client loved it. And um, based on, I work off of photos, like usually one or two. Okay. And so the photo I was going off of, it wasn't showing the dogs. The dog had really long, like orange eyelashes, like crazy long eyelashes. And I didn't paint them in because I didn't see them in the picture. And so she emailed me, she's like, hey, listen, I love the painting. I really do. But is there any way you could go back in and kind of change it? I'm like, of course, yes. Like yeah. that, and I just said, listen, I didn't paint him because I couldn't really see him very well. And so she came to the house and I was like, come up to the studio. Like you can just sit here while I mix the colors and work on it. She was, you know, she was of course grateful, but yeah. I was like, I want to get it right. And I'm so glad you brought it to my attention. That was the very first time that's ever happened. So I was able to chat with her for 20 minutes and paint in the eyelashes. And, I was just like, how's that looking? She's just, again, crying. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. So it was just, I just, I really enjoy that. And, you know, I think she's like one of my favorite fans now. So. Oh, that's awesome. But, you know, so I think a lot of that too, a lot of the marketing is really word of mouth. Like, hey, if you really like this, please tell your friends. And yeah, I have a, for everybody listening, if you guys want to make a quick 50 bucks, refer me. If you, if somebody orders and they give you your name, I'll give you money. So Good that's, stuff. <laughs> that's, another, that's another, that's another incentive too. So again, just always trying to think of ways to get out there and spread the word. But I think the most successful way thus far has really been word of mouth. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I've seen the same thing in my business. I've got the same kind of marketing background as you. I started a, 
I went out and bought a Mac computer, got all the software, yeah. self-taught as a graphic designer, and then I had a marketing agency by the time it was over with. But um, yeah. it's funny now I don't advertise because I don't have to advertise because I've really invested in that old know, like, and trust factor with my clients, just like you. And when people know, like, and trust you, they become raving fans and they become people that refer you. And, um, yeah. and, and you can't buy that. You know, you can't, it, it's really incredible. You know, Nathan, there are so many emerging artists, uh, even hobbyist artists that are trying to just get started or maybe get back into their art that are, or listen to the podcast. What are some things that, you know, as people are out there, they're, they're just trying to develop that niche or maybe they, they have an aesthetic that they've created, but they've just not yet been able to connect with that group of people that are those raving fans uh, those ones that you're connecting with on a regular basis. What is it that you'd say two or three things that, that have been really key for you um, just as advice for them? Um, I think for me, I would just say, don't give up, keep going. It's not. And I think, I think a lot of the time, you know, when you hear podcasts with artists or whatever, I mean, it can be any, anything really, but you know, they, people, it's almost like a snapshot of right now. You exactly. Don't, <laughs> you don't really focus on the history of what what got that person to that place the years that, right yeah the sure. years i've been doing pet portraits for five years um 2019 was a year where i was really trying to go full-time with it i haven't yet i'm still working on that um but it is you know last year i think i had the most pet portraits in a year uh ever which was great and so you know i've also dialed in my pricing and kind of really stuck to my guns um you know it's just hard because you as an artist, you're like, well, I want to sell work, but I want to get what I'm worth. And there's kind of this weird balance where you got to figure sure. that out. And, and just, so I would just say, don't give up. Um, I also do, I, I mean, I do pet portraits and that's kind of my niche because I'm good at it. But I also do, people commission me to do other paintings too. People commission me to do prophetic art paintings. Um, right on the easel behind me is an abstract landscape that somebody commissioned me to do that I'm working on currently. So it's not like I have one iron in the fire yeah. in regard to pet portraits. So I, you know, I kind of do a lot of other things. I, and for me, I've really kind of, I've really focused my niche on pet portraits. Just, I think for the main reason to look really professional so yeah. that, so that it, my website looks professional, my work looks professional so that when people see a price tag, they're like, oh, okay, I understand why, because mm -hmm. the work's top notch. Yeah. So that's kind of why I've, I've done that, but I also do other stuff too, kind of. So it's, I guess, so that's really it. I mean, I, I do pet portrait stuff. I love doing that. I love being able to, you know, touch my clients through my art and see what God does in the midst of painting a dog. Like, I love that. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely. And so, but, but on, but on the side, I have a, a bunch of other things going on. I still work as a freelance graphic designer. So it's kind of, it's kind of a lot of things. And I think just, you know, don't give up, um, press into the Lord. And, you know, I really, I, I think if I could leave you guys with anything as artists, I, I truly believe that we are created to be artists. And because of that, God's spirit is all over the work we create. Um, yeah. This morning, I was even reading out of Exodus and Bezalel and just his anointing and how God fell on him. And I mean, it was crazy just doing all the stuff for the tabernacle. I mean, he did everything. Like he, I mean, he cast his stuff in gold. He, I mean, it was nuts. So I just, 
just don't give up guys you can do it and this is it's just a journey and you it's, i think for me it's been a the lord's really been teaching me it's a trust journey yeah well and you mentioned earlier before we came on just refining god's vision for success for your life rather than defining yourself by what other people see as successful and and i think what i hear you saying is that you've become very comfortable and yet at the same time pressing forward but you're comfortable with the season that you're in because you know that God's in it and that when you're doing what he's called you to do in the season that you're in, that's success. And you can, you can trust that he's continuing to move you on. And that place of tension, I think is, is the human experience is the kingdom experience. And yet there can be a, a settledness in our heart that says, you know what? I'm not defined by my Instagram following. I'm not defined by the sales. I'm defined by who you say I am and my obedience to you in the process. Absolutely. And and I think, too, in terms of kind of landing a little bit on that word thriving, um, you know, my my prayers, I'm praying for consistent work, like, Mm. and I'm trying to figure out how to do that, like consistent work with pet portraits. I haven't reached that goal yet, but I'm working on it. But I think the thriving, what, how I would define thriving is, is even stuff that doesn't really have to do with money. It doesn't have yeah. to do with, um, with your art per se. It's more of this relationship with the Lord. Um, I would really consider it thriving where I was honestly in freak out mode. And I was like, okay, Lord, like, let's come up with a strategy. Like, let's get some prayer points down. I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing to be praying for five days for <laughs> free promotion. And I get a call. So, I mean, I, I really look at that as thriving. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> totally amazing and i so artists be encouraged really please like god is all over it just trust him and keep moving forward don't don't stop (laughs) yeah well nathan you are an inspiration you're a man after god's own heart i mean you're going after it in so many ways and it's an honor to to get to watch your journey and to get to hear more about what god's doing and i know that it's been a big encouragement for everybody hearing you today and i know they're going to say well where's the link matt to the website so where's the best place that they can continue to follow what you're doing and and uh refer you or whatever it is that they want to do yes i have a couple different spots but speaking of the pet portraits my website is handpaintedpetportraits.com it's pretty easy awesome you shouldn't be able to forget that then of course uh you can go to nathanrhodes.com and that's that shows all my other stuff in addition to my pet portraits and then Instagram is Nathan Rhodes Artist. And then, of course, Hand Painted Pet Portraits. Those are kind of the main, the main ones. Awesome. And, of course, you're always hanging out inside the Thriving Christian Artist Facebook group. And we always love to see what you're doing there. So, Nathan, thanks a lot, man, for, for being on today. It's been a real joy to talk to you. Oh, thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it. It's such an honor. Keep going with what you're doing. It's awesome. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.